Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The St. Thomas men's basketball team continues to battle through its first year in Division I hoops. The Tommies take on the University of Denver on Thursday, that's tomorrow night, and Nebraska-Omaha this Saturday. See the newest Division I basketball team in the state of Minnesota as they close in on tourney time. Buy your tickets today at TommySports.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McClain, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Uh, here with uh, breaking news regarding Yoko Ono is our producer, uh, Roscoe oh, P. Yeah. Coltrane Brendel. Ross, give us that news, would you please? Yeah, I just learned today, I was uh, hinting off air, did you guys know Ono was not Yoko's last name? No, I really, didn't know that. It? did not know so that. Crazy. John would tell the rest of the Beatles, Yoko's coming to band practice today, and they would all go, oh no. <laughs> Kenny appreciates that one. I got to use that one. I'm using that. I'm way behind on this. But there we go. What's the other one? What's the other one? Dopey uh, joke you had? Did I I have another one? I don't remember it already. Dawn said she was going to use it on uh, my talk. That one. It was that one. It was the Yoko joke. Yeah, I was going to use it on my... You you okay, Kenny? (laughs) Tomorrow. Kenny's already disinterested. It feels like somebody kicked me in the ribs. That's so painful. (laughs) Oh. I usually groan at those because Alexis has all of her dad jokes, but that one, I literally just took line and sinker, like fell for it. I really was invested because I don't know a lot about the Beatles. So I was like, oh, tell me. Here's here's another. This is another true story one. You heard about the Swiss Navy? The Swiss Navy doing barcodes on all of their troops? Yeah. Oh, no. This is this one. No, this is dead serious. I okay. read it in the paper. Uh-huh. It's so they can Scandinavian. Oh, no. <laughs> I got to go. We'll see you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to uh, news from the Crabby Coffee Shop. <laughs> so that one's from my old man who Kenny knows. And yeah. my dad tells me this at lunch a few months ago. And I kid you not, I was I was all in on this joke from the standpoint of I thought he was being serious. And with my old man, it's tough to tell. I mean, he's a he, he's a he's a yuckster, but he also you know he's he's cultured. He reads the newspaper every day, so he's telling me the story. And he goes, "Yeah, I heard the story about the Swiss Navy." And as he's telling this sto- the story or joke, I'm like, "Are you serious? Are you that's end time stuff?" And he's like. Yeah, so it's they could scan the Navy in, and we're sitting in this restaurant. I'm like, are you kidding me? How did I fall for that? <laughs> That's good. How is Jeff doing? 
He's doing good. He, uh, Him and my stepmother just got back from uh, Vegas, so I'm assuming they won a bunch of money so I can retire early. Oh. That's probably not the case at all, but yeah, they just had a nice little trip. And then they came back to this lovely weather that we had well, here in the oh. cities. The good news about that is if you have to retire early, I won't have to hear any of those jokes anymore. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. John. <laughs> John is sassy today. <laughs> All right. We've got a bunch of stories that we can plow through here and uh, kill, kill kill some time, have some fun. <laughs> we, uh, we, know how, much... we know how bad the stories are if we're leading with me doing <laughs> dad jokes. <laughs> there is a good story, though, and Don had it this morning on the uh, Jason Alexis. Texas show about a, uh, a seal. Yes. Okay. Let me pull up the story really quick here. Uh, so this guy fell off of his boat. That's the most important part into some icy waters. Uh, I don't have his name right now, but I will ocean? in a second. Yes. Ocean waters. Yes. Uh, and he was only in shorts and a t-shirt, so it must not have been too cold when he was on his boat. Uh, and the closest thing he saw was an oil rig. Oh, so he's way out there. He's way out there, and uh, he thought, I've got to get to that oil rig. And um, sure enough, he got there, but by the help of a harbor seal. Really? This is not a joke. A real seal, he said, got him afloat and kept nudging him in the water. And it took him five hours to get to the oil rig. But it's like he was a dog, like nudging him along. Trying to help him and save him. Pushing him in the uh, crotchal region. Oh, I don't know. If he, I mean, did he ride on top of it? Who knows? That's yeah. the story I want to tell. Or, or was the seal trying to, you know... Um, hmm, what are you suggesting? Give him oral. Oh, no. <laughs> Do those things have teeth? Seals. Um, I could look it up. They don't have hands, though, right? They just have flippers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Staying out of this. Seal. Where are we going here? That's what I want to know. I was already getting grief for thinking that doll was good looking, so I'm I'm gonna leave this oh, entire right. story leave alone. The seal alone. Oh, yeah. I'm just looking okay, here's one with its mouth open completely. Ooh, no there are some teeth in there, but I can't I don't know, I think they just swallow fish whole. Huh. Well it's been said they're pretty smart. Yeah. But how would you prove that? You give them an IQ test. Yeah, I mean, can they do math? Or, yeah, uh, it's like, how many fish are lying here on the shore? Yeah. Well, there used to be 10, now there's six, because I ate some And that's of them. another question, how do they taste? And wasn't there a big deal? Um, it's a big, oh, I think Native Alaskans eat them, do they not? Clubbing seals. I, I seem to remember that's, that being yeah. a big deal in the 80s. We were all up in arms about clubbing seals, because you can walk right up to them. And uh, give them a hammer. I think, I think that means they're not very smart, mm, or they're just very trusting and loving. Oh, that's such a. Uh, I just yeah, according hug to on, what I'm one. reading, Kenny, they're uh, one of the most intelligent uh, animals in the wild. Cool, but yeah. can they survive out of water? Because um, we see them sit, sitting on piers and wharfs everywhere. Yeah, right? seal questions today. Yeah. Seals and um, seagulls seem to be a real pain in the ass around the ocean. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting story. Now I'm doing seal research. Me too. There are 34 species of seal. Hmm. Really? And 50 extinct species. Did you hear the one about the seal at the bar? (laughs) 
Oh, uh, yeah. No. If it's the one it's I'm just, thinking of. That's uh, just a little what whipped cream, it? right? I'm actually just kidding. I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a joke, Ross. That what? is a joke, What Ross, is it? Yeah. Well, somebody uh, finish it for me. I was just trying to fill the time. Guy <laughs> walks into a bar. Uh, yeah, I don't, oil, I don't oil change. Uh, oh, you, yeah. No, stop. Did you... Um, I think. You oh no, this probably car. not. Oh oh um, <laughs> yeah no, a guy's getting his car repaired. This is like Roycey telling a joke. <laughs> it really is. is. Really uh, is. Uh, no, that's just a little whipped cream. <laughs> little little, oh, ice, cream. little yeah. ice cream. Little ice cream. Never laughed so line. hard. I know that was a good joke. Oh. Uh, you got anything else, Don? I think about we... seals. Uh, no. Okay, I do have one. <laughs> I do have facts about seals, but we'll leave that up to John since he's our key researcher. Um, oh, I do have a, uh, some statistics. A poll was done on time travel. Oh, good. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes, if yes, you yes, discovered yes. something uh, that would allow you to travel forward in time or backward in time, which way would you go? And according mm. to this poll, uh, 49% of people would prefer to travel back in time, 30% would jump forward, and 21% don't know. What kind of am- <laughs> I hate it when people go, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, and they include oh. them. I, uh, yeah. Uh, the question, though, is can I come back? Sure, yeah. Now, men were more likely to want to travel forward in time. Really? Right, and women wanted to travel backward. Old people were less likely to want to travel forward. <laughs> that might be an obvious uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, huh. they'll be standing at their own grave. Right, but they yeah. would be alive, but not, I don't know. What would you guys choose? Forward? Oh, backward. Backward, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I've got so many unanswered questions. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it would be fun just to witness it. Absolutely. And especially great moments in history. Yes. Yeah. How cool would it be there to just, you know, kind of be lurking and, and watch it go down? And if then, you could specifically go somewhere, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Dial I'm going it up. Right here in whatever year. Right. Like called. on Family Guy, Stewie dials up his time machine and yeah. him and Brian go back in time exactly. to a specific date. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. So you are with uh, more with the women because men usually want to go forward. Yeah, huh. no, I, I, I have no interest in tomorrow. Well, mm. I think a couple of years ago I would have wanted to go forward, but now really? I don't. What does that say about yourself um, if you want to go forward or backward? Are you worried about the future, McLean? Now I am. Now yeah. you are? Yes. Yeah. It's just it's a crappy <laughs> Yeah. situation out there it doesn't seem yeah. to be getting better yeah you know it would be fun to know how long we could last wouldn't it yeah i want to see how bad it gets i changed my mind i want to go forward a hundred years to see if Let's we get see. over all uh, of this six months down the road am i still going to be doing this <laughs> wow <laughs> you might just be able off. to go a day and forward. I don't know. Yeah, it does vary from day to day. You're right, Don. Yeah. When um, you when you go forward or backwards, are you stuck there? I don't think so. No, it doesn't that say that in the poll. Oh, sorry, but I Kenny. would say you can come back. Okay, then what about going back and changing history? The night I got no. shot, April 11th, yeah. 1974. Mm-hmm. What if I went back five minutes before that and made sure I didn't get shot? Um, if you change history, what else are you changing? Everything. Yeah, exactly. That's the, exactly. That's the sci-fi yeah. weirdness. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, rip in the time continuum. Yeah. 
I think we've all lived this in some way, shape, or form if you've watched Back to the Future 1, 2, or 3. Oh, right. right. Or watched the show Loki on Disney+. Plus. Or the old time tunnel, which shows my age. That was the 1960s. That's what that big machine they'd sit in? Yep. Yep. And all of a sudden. Or Doctor Who. Right. Yeah. Right. Huh. Yeah, backwards. Or Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. That's yes. Right. I tried that for a half a season. It's coming back. Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. Yeah. Yep. Scott Bakula. Yep. Or Bakula, as some people say. John, I just want you to know you have just turned yourself into a caption contest, by the way. By doing that. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, you look like you're things. riding down a roller coaster <laughs> going, <"Woo!" laughs> yeah, Oh, good. Good. Uh, you know uh, what? Now I would like to go back and then not come back. Um, is that so you don't have to do this pod? <laughs> no, that would, if I could take my daughter with Cast. me, if we could both go back in time to some time period uh, that was a little less stressful. I, I guess it's always been stressful, just in different ways. Uh, you know? I've, I've given this a lot of thought, actually, probably too much thought. I'm going to need air conditioning. I'm okay. going to need central air, screened windows, <laughs> insulation. <laughs> Uh, and I don't want to travel by horseback, so I'm going to need cars. You know what I'm saying? So you can't go yeah. back that far. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind going back for a, a half a day to the 1800s or the 1700s, but come on, man. I, I don't want to be a pioneer. I, I could barely tolerate the weather we have right now, and I've got all the comforts. Right. <laughs> yeah. What was it like to live, like... You know, like the sod busters just oh, out. It had to no. suck. Oh, God. No. Yeah. That, I, I get yelled at at my Such house because on a cold day, I will always say, What in the hell were people doing in 1872 sitting in their cabin on a day like today? Right. And my wife and kid both go, Are you nuts? What is what? wrong with you? I think about that all the time, Joe. Yeah, I do too. I think about always. those things. Always. Yeah. I wish I had more time to think about him. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think we've got it easy right now. Would would even be better than actually going back yourself. Have the ability to send like a, a, a some sort of I don't know um, camera back in time, so I can actually just sit in my living room oh, and see spy. my ants. Yeah, see my ancestors oh, doing gosh. that. Uh, a magic just mirror. Watch it. Yeah. yeah what, what what are these? The remote controlled little cameras that fly around now? Drones. Drones. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd, I'd like to send a drone back. Okay. That's that's. Can you I'm talk at. through it and kind of be the god of the Middle Ages or something? Because people would think that you're. <laughs> I would some type go of back alien. to Christmas Eve when my it would be my great great uncle Jalmer died at age twenty one, and I'd Whoa. you know I'd go back and say, hey Jalmer, it, it's about to go down here. You better get right with God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd 21. be twenty-one. Yeah, in the home, and that was oh. back in the days when. Um, wow. The dead body stays in the house for a few days before they finally plant them. Oh, boy. And since it was Christmas, what did they do? Put them out in the hmm. ice shack, I guess. Probably. In the the shed where they store the ice. Yeah. Well, that creates another question, though. Your drone thing, could could you go back and say you're standing watching something that you want to discover, take a picture, and then come back and bring the picture with you? Oh. You know what I'm saying? I want I think that. we can do all of these things. I want all of that. Well, that yeah, was my question. Change the history, you can take the picture, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. my question along with that was, are you actively participating or are you just kind of a bystander that nobody can really see? Yeah, bystander, nobody see. Yeah. No, you're creeping around. Because <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to see 
I don't want to necessarily see all the death and bloodshed, but I think kind of getting a real historical perspective in the moment of what the Civil War looked like oh, would be yes. incredibly fascinating. Oh, right. Absolutely. But what are those jackasses going to do when they're lined up Napoleon-style war face-to-face and here comes a drone buzzing the battlefield? <laughs> we'd, I think we'd end, end the Civil War right then and there. They'd all run for their so. lives. If I could go back to, you know, when I come through the building, this Hubbard building, and I see those black and white photos on the wall yeah. of these first old radio broadcasts, yeah. I would give anything to be there. That is right. just so fascinating. I just yeah, look at them yeah. and I think, I can't believe that we are doing something that they started. And I just feel lucky that yeah. I'm here. Um, and I when, just wish I could be there. I don't know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When I first started here in the 80s, there were still employees that worked with, um, they called him, him the old man, the original Mr. Hubbard. Yeah. I now refer to him as Grandpa because that's what my boss, Ginny, calls him, Grandpa, uh-huh. Grandpa Hubbard. Um, but they said he was the world's biggest character, so cool, um, really stringent, hard on his pl- employees, but yet very um, dedicated uh, to his employees also. If you worked hard, he really respected you and would help mm-hmm. you out, and a great guy. But he had a lot of great ideas. He was also An innovator, obs- yeah. Yeah, and he was also obsessed with flight. Uh, so there's a whole different part of him that not a lot of employees know about is the stuff he did for flying back in the day. And it'd be so fun to hang out with him. Yeah. Like he made everybody stand up delivering the news. Yes. Yeah, there's no sitting down. There's pictures of that on, yeah, the, yeah. on the wall. That's pretty cool. Coming in. Yeah. And, and then going out and doing that uh, golf, um, play-by-play on that golf thing where they didn't have anything to carry the remote equipment. That's right. So they grabbed a baby carriage. Yes. And that's what that picture is. They're out on a golf course. And I think, is it Keller that they're on? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Some company historians can tell me. But they're out at the golf course carrying this crazy giant old radio equipment in a big giant baby carriage. And I think, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think that might be our chairman's, our current chairman's baby carriage. Oh, my gosh. And how cool would it be if that thing still existed? Yeah. Right. I would love to just look at all the pictures they have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, if they would let would us. We do have extensive archives. I mean, there's a guy, mm-hmm. one person that runs it all. Oh. It's over in the Conus building. Double oh. G, Glenn Griffin. Yeah, yep, Glenn does that. Oh, well, maybe I can look at some pictures. I can this... make my dreams come true. <laughs> we should go down there one day because yeah. I asked him recently if I could come down and literally stare at all the stuff that he has. Yes. And I also have some stuff to bring him. So let's, let's you know do what? it. As they say, Don, let's talk offline. Okay. Uh, <laughs> could I transfer out of radio and podcasting and just go work for him? The archive guy? Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Maybe that'd be he's, cool. He, yeah. Maybe he's frustrated with his job and he wants to give it yeah. up. Hey, Glenn, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> we should have Glenn. Doesn't pay well. We should have Glenn. <laughs> Let's have Glenn take your job for a Wednesday and yeah. you take Glenn's job for a Wednesday. And let us in so we can look at all this stuff. Glenn is a nice man and I hope he listens to this podcast. He is one of my favorite people to talk to in the building because he is much like everybody on this pod in, in one way, shape, or form. We are all characters. Glenn is a true character. Yeah, he, yeah, can, yeah. he can he can tell is. a story. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
Well, that's it for the podcast today. Yeah, that's no. enough. <laughs> that's enough. I got to tell you, this weather is driving me crazy. It's been know, snowing here since Sunday night. You've had it really bad where and you are. And we finally have um, clear skies and 17 below now. <gasps> the plow guy's done my driveway. He did it uh, Monday night and last night, and he didn't finish. He just did enough for me to get in and out of out of the house. I'm so sick of winter. I just, uh, this is the time yeah. of year that people get really sick of it, right? And then we've yeah. got a long ways to go. And that's what you brought up going back in time. Last night, I'm thinking as I'm trudging to the house, thinking, what the hell were my, you know, my people were from Sweden. Well, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with like, I don't know, Iowa, <laughs> Nebraska, Texas, someplace warm, any place, even dirty old Missouri. Yeah, we, you know, they we have a lot of snow and ice there too. But oh, it's the do? ice that you have. That is, I hate driving on ice. It's just, I think I prefer living in Minnesota when it comes to weather. Actually, because you have the um, you have enough in the budget to have salt trucks. We right. only have a finite amount, and then it's like, oh, you're on yeah. your own. I'd We're have out. to start out two hours before my morning show to get to work. And then right. sometimes I would just stay overnight at the studio. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've talked about my past life in the uh, in the common world of the nine-to-fivers, and I, I worked in a facilities department, and a part of what I did with a retailer fairly big retailer in the country, yeah. was I, I worked with stores out east and down south that never dealt with weather, but anytime weather came through, I would have to reach out to them and make sure they were ready. Oh! Yeah, this would happen in Kansas City and the Missouri area yeah. an awful lot. You know, are you ready to plow the to plow the parking lot? Can you put the salt down? They would always say they were, and without fail, it would snow, yeah. and then they wouldn't show up. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. She'd be out there with a Whatever. table salt shaker. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they're, just, no, it's, they're just not equipped, no matter what they tell you. It they're is, not. MnDOT's amazing. I mean, unless I'm wrong about that, and I don't know a lot about them, but they really do. They, they get it done as quick as they can. It's pretty I, amazing. I used to be a hater until I started doing traffic and then witnessed what they do. And uh-huh. they truly are amazing. But that doesn't stop people from blaming. What cracks me about up about the Twin Cities is everybody demands a dry, perfect pavement road year-round. They have no, no. idea hmm. what that takes to achieve that. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, so and you know how weather, how you deal with weather is, is your own perspective of where you're at? Um, and I say that because we think about Chicago as being, yeah, they're full of badasses, windy city right on the lake. That's got to be tough. I listen to WBBM in the morning. You can get it in, 780 a.m. Oh, and, uh, you know, BBM News Time, 505. And their perspective on weather, they're a bunch of wussies. <laughs> when it's 10 degrees there, they oh. call that bitter, bitter cold. Meanwhile, wow. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the temperature in my truck. It's 18 below. Yeah. So you don't know bitter cold. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I mean, now that I live here, I'm like, I can't even tell that, like, today I got out of my car and um, it was negative one. And I'm like, I can't even feel this. It doesn't feel like negative one. Yeah, it's no, no. big it deal. It doesn't it's feel. It's nothing. No, I moved a couple of years ago when it was negative uh, 25 outside and I was breaking down boxes. I yeah. would just go in and. 
uh, Alexis from the morning show, she had brought back something that was called the Black Death, and it's this liquor from um, Iceland that she brought me. <laughs> and it is, it was like a really strong, strong, it doesn't taste great. Does it but, taste like licorice? Uh, no, no. Okay. It, it's it's clear. I don't, I'll have to ask her what it is, but uh, basically I would just take a nip off of that and then go back out and do some more outside <laughs> chores. And just yeah. I was fine. And they say that gives you a false sense of warmth. <laughs> and I'm okay yeah. with that. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I took I don't a really coat at one time because I got hot. Okay, I, so I, yesterday I shoveled three times, Kenny. Like you said, you had your guy come through. Yeah. I shoveled three times. And the last time, I, it didn't bother me at all. And it was below, I didn't realize the windshield was below zero. But I, after I was done, my driveway was done, I stood out there and drank a beer thinking nothing of it. And then I went inside and my wife yelled at me saying, yeah. what are you doing? You're going to catch well, your death. Yeah, and then, but uh, it didn't matter because now I have more snow. Like you said, it didn't stop. We oh, have a, a listener to my talk that we um, um, talk about a lot. Her name is Panda. And when you go to her uh, Twitter page, her pinned tweet is, uh, show me you're a Minnesotan without saying it. And she goes, I'll start. <laughs> And it's a picture of her shoveling her driveway in shorts and flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's true. Uh, but then uh, we think of ourselves as such badasses and we can deal with anything. Well, then you go up to, like, say, Yellowknife in the Northwest Territories, where it's routinely daily 60 below zero. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I can't function like that. Yeah, <laughs> I love those uh, Alaskan shows want. where it's above the... Um, right, above the Arctic, <laughs> Arctic Circle. Arctic Circle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and they love telling you that on that show. 200 miles north of the Arctic Circle, oh, and immediately yeah. the first thing I go is, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but I want to see what they're doing up there, yeah. you know? It's and a why? Great show. Yeah. Did any of you guys ever watch Alaska State Troopers? Oh, yeah. I think it was A&E or maybe Discovery Channel. Anything that had Alaska in it, I've watched it. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I didn't necessarily watch it for like the cops-esque element that they did have. Half the show was showing off just these remote areas of Alaska. Yeah. And you see this stuff and you go, huh. They vote in the same presidential elections and the same elections we do, <laughs> and they look like they live in an entirely foreign country. It's true. So it's did crazy. We, did we bring up Wheeler? Was that off the air or on the air? We were talking about Wheeler. Off the air. Okay, so we've got a buddy Wheeler, and uh, he works for the company, but he used to, for a few years, he was a guide up in Alaska, and he would routinely, he's a fishing guide, um, when people didn't want to fish, him and a pilot would fly into, I think it was called Twin Lake, where Dick Prenicky built his cabin, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And it's this little one-room cabin with a little indoor toilet right next to his bed. And it would routinely, all winter long, be 60 below or worse. <laughs> and Dick would get his cabin up to 40 degrees during the day. And call that toasty warm. Oh, sure. <laughs> 40 degrees. Feels I mean, it must good. feel like really. The other day it was 38, and I'm like, wow, it feels so hot right now. Yeah. But that's outside. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it inside. inside yeah. You always have to be, you always have to have extra layers on, even inside. You never get to be naked. And how do you wash up? How do you clean when it's 35, 40 yeah. degrees indoors? That's I unpleasant. I mean, you just don't. You have a tub and you boil some water. Puts no, you're up. like a Grateful Dead fan. You just don't wash up. <laughs> I hopefully live, lives alone. <laughs> I'm going to need some help from Mr. Uh, FYI on uh, this oh. one. Did you yeah. guys, uh, well, besides this podcast and the Garage Logic Podcast Network and all the My Talk podcasts, 
Do you guys listen to a lot of podcasts at all? No, not at all. No, not anymore. Not really. I, I listen to the only one I listen to is Dark Horse Podcast. Okay, unless it's super. To and that's it. Okay, well, I got, I got one for you. Unless it's super cold out, I go for walks almost every day. I'm like a dog. I need my daily steps and exercise. There's a podcast called Missing in Alaska. I think it's oh. actually put out by one of our competitors, but it's a great podcast, and it it talks about. There were two congressmen that were on a plane in the 70s that went down in Alaska. I think one was an Alaskan congressman, and one was maybe from New Orleans. And a part Excuse of me, where a part of this podcast, <laughs> New Orleans, New Orleans, Nolans, <laughs> and a part of this podcast, even though you don't get to see it, they do such a great job creating visuals of what Alaska looks like. Also. A lot of planes go down in Alaska, right? And it Scary. makes and it makes a lot of sense. It's a lot of prop planes, a lot of puddle jumpers, and that's how you get around. There's a lot, a lot of planes, plane accidents. Hail oh. representatives, hail, hail bogs. Yeah. Oh, you got it, John. I do, I do, and I knew the story actually. Uh, uh, hail, see, this is related, Kennedy, uh, Kennedy to the Kennedy assassination. Yes, yeah, uh, conspiracy I, buffs. Yeah, yeah, because they say, oh, he was killed because uh, right, because he knew of his views on the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, they're all nuts. Okay, you no, too. no, John. <laughs> You're but, too trusting. That's the only flaw I see with you. You're too trusting. Uh, 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 Just listen to the podcast, I'm John. I'm going to. Just listen to the pod. I, I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, boy. Because John doesn't want to know the real truth. That's what it is. <laughs> don't start with me, Olson. We're not uh, supposed to talk politics on this don't show, Don't start with me, Olson. <laughs> one, of these, one of these days, John, though, we do have to have a serious 45 uh -oh. minutes to an hour about um, Lee Harvey Oswald. Will I be here? Do you know anything about this? Because I think it would be fun to have Dawn. Oh, uh, please yeah. tell me you don't know anything about this. I do because I used to deliver. Um, I used to, when I lived in Dallas, Texas, I was a courier for a while in between jobs before I got back into oh, radio. Yeah. And I job. used to de <laughs> I, I used to deliver. Um, I, worked, I worked for a, a courier and we had plans from Lanier that we had to deliver every day. And I had an everyday delivery to across the street from the book, book depository, depository oh, cool. right by Dealey Plaza. And I would park my sure. truck there and look at it every day. So you're biased. What, what, what I was hoping for was, Ross, do you know anything about Kennedy and the whole thing? <laughs> oh, I have went so in-depth on Damn this. To, to the it's point, it. I've had vivid dreams that I was at the assassination trying to warn everybody and so nobody would listen to me. So you know Lee Harvey Oswald didn't pull the trigger on the <sighs> kill shot. I don't God. necessarily believe that he didn't pull the trigger, but I don't believe he acted alone. See? I believe that there was... More to it than just that. John's against this? John and yeah, I argue I about it, this all the time. It was Lee Harvey Oswald. It was okay. his idea. He pulled the trigger. Nobody else was involved. I just watched something. And really this is like, like Ross going down the rabbit hole yeah, for 40 years. Uh, there's a great book, the last one, the Vincent Bugliosi book, which is yeah. about 1,600 pages long. Uh, basically, and he proves, he tried to prove, and he proves you know, all the conspiracy theories uh -huh. are bunk. You don't mm. think he was steered? I think he had a handler. 
Anyway, um, what I want to do is recommend something for you that I just watched. And normally, John and I argue about this stuff off the air. We, we don't, you know, bore <laughs> listeners with well, this. And, and Joe, Joe, Joe won't let us talk Kennedy assassination on the Oh, good. GL Get it out now, then. John, it's either on, it's either on Hulu or it's on uh, Amazon, and it's about yes, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. And it was a pretty in-depth thing with him. There are a couple of really good books about him also. Right, Norman Mailer wrote a good one. Yeah, but his was part fiction. Oswald he, admi- he admitted that. Yeah. yeah, he admitted that. There's a couple factual ones that are quite good. Movie Don? recommendation if you've never seen it. It's I know it was on Netflix recently. I've watched it a few times, but then it gives me nightmares. Parkland. It's about the hospital yeah. that took in that yeah. took in Kennedy and I think Oswald. So Don, you were there yeah, on it, a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um you're pretty sure that uh, Oswald didn't act alone, right? Right. <laughs> no, that's correct. Thank you. I firmly believe that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't yeah. act alone. Sorry, okay. John. I really like you. That's fine. I can't that's agree. Fine. But you're Everybody just wrong can have their own time. opinion. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. we'd like to go back I to actually, that day in time. I, well, just to tie this whole thing together, my first thought when we talked time travel was I want to go stand on the sixth floor of the book depository oh, and watch Oswald fun? take the shots. Then, it would, you know. Oh, that would be a great spot for our uh, drone. And then and we can bring you... a cell phone with us and be like, hey, look at this. Look at this thing. It's, look, isn't it's... it cool? Look, I can play a video on it. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? Are you from the future? Yeah. <laughs> Just about the time he fires the shot, the drone smacks into the window and startles him. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do we have any other news stories? I think we've exhausted this one. I think so. I don't know. I mean, John, you've got some. What about about that sponge? This. Oh, you want the sponge? I've got the dirty sponge sponge. thing. I want you to. I want to hear what you think about it. All right. Let me open that one. This is nasty. This gives that story gave me the heebie-jeebies. I don't. I've heard similar things years ago. I do not use a sponge to clean anything because of that. Yeah, I've never used a sponge to clean. I actually. We have a. Do you really? It's a breeding ground for bacteria. Really? Uh, A new study by Duke University researchers finds the average kitchen sponge is crawling with more bacterial species than a lab Petri dish. In fact, no matter how much you replace your sponge, you'll always run into the same issue. The new findings show it's not dirt, but instead the structure of the sponge. Mm -hmm. It makes it a really nice place for microbes to stay alive. They get in all those holes and uh-huh. nooks and crannies like a English muffin. Here's all I can tell you. Years ago, like an English muffin. I love those. Years ago, it was either seventh or eighth grade science class. We had to do a study where you um, you had like your, your clean Petri dishes, like this is what clean looks like. Mm-hmm. Then you had to go do a few other things and test it in the Petri dish. Mm. Well, one kid in my science class... He tested a sponge uh-huh. and then left a Petri dish in the boys' bathroom at a junior high school yeah. for the oh. same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. You would not believe how much more disgusting the sponge Petri dish was really? than the junior high wow. male bathroom. Really? I mean, did it grow that up did, out of the Petri that, dish? It came out like a plant. It was actually walking <laughs> like by the end of the week. Like yeah. 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 Oh, God. The, oh, well, they, they, they said in this study, 80 different E. coli strains were on one plate from the sponge. Oh, okay. God. Well, You're just smearing but, bacteria all over your here's, dishes. Here's the deal. Is, is that 
really, really wrong? Doesn't that help build up our resistance? (laughs) Isn't that the equivalent of swimming in the pond or drinking from the garden hose? I think that's kind of just like something we say to make ourselves feel better. I don't know if it's actually true. But cleanliness isn't going to save you from... I'm going to use you as an example. Me? Yeah. You, at the outbreak of COVID, were easily the most diligent person I had ever. And like all of us, I was scared for my life, Dawn. Me too. I didn't go anywhere. I wore plastic gloves. Yeah. And you had the the hand cleanser and the mask on, and you at the two time, masks. Yeah, and at the time you were, uh, if I remember right, you were moving out of an apartment, mm-hmm. and so you were using plastic gloves to uh, touch the buttons and all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we were because we all thought we were going to die. I mean, we were given travel papers. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, because nobody was going to be out in the streets, but you got COVID. Oh, I did, and I got it really, really bad. And I yeah. had been vaccinated, two full vac- the full round. Yeah. Um, so. Meanwhile, I'm living like a deadhead. You know, I'm taking a shower every couple of days. <laughs> you know, the mask is smells like underwear. It's gross. And, <laughs> you know, I'm not very careful, and I'm shaking hands and high fiving and fist bumping, and oh, I still haven't got it yet. Oh, still. What is that? Oh, you think it's from drinking from the garden hose? That's what he's I getting back to. I think it's because I'm a slob. Oh, because you have, have bacteria all the time. Yeah. It's living in I your think system. that's proof that if you're a dirty slob, you're going to okay. be okay. So basically, you take an old sponge and you eat a part of it every morning. <laughs> Just to be healthy. <laughs> that's what Kenny has for I would, breakfast. I would like to remind uh, people listening, I am not a scientist, by the way. <laughs> and I am and not. I, please don't take any of my words and, about and vaccination and not getting vaccinated and, uh, as advice. <laughs> or anything like that. I'm yeah, just I saying. Do not, I do not endorse my point of view. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so, endorse mine. So don't send me any emails. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so we don't use a sponge. We use what we call a scrubby. Yeah. It's green. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I got to tell you right now, it's pretty gnarly. It's curled up. It's yeah. gross. Now, now, you use that, though, not to clean the dish, right? I mean, do you put dishes in the dishwasher then after that? Well, I'm very insistent on getting all the chunks of food off right. the plate yes. before we put it in Amen. the, Thank you. In yes. the dishwasher. Yeah. Yes. And then I have one of those things with a handle that has soap in it. That's what uh, we have. That's yeah. got a scrubby on the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But we've had it now for over a year. Oh, wow. So throw that away, huh? Burn uh, it. Uh, Literally burn those it. Heads, the, the heads that you put on there... You can yeah, get them in like a six pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my boyfriend it. was obsessed with buying those during the <laughs> real, real depth of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and we we would go to like six different stores. To, he's like, they're out. They're out. What are we gonna do? I, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, no. Well, I guess we'll go to Home Depot. And we got some off brand, and it doesn't fit well. And you know, and then finally they came back on the shelves. <laughs> but does it matter if you now, use the dishwasher use after plates. the fact? Um, yeah, well, actually, we use paper plates for everything. But I never, we never wash anything by hand, and and that's it. It always goes in the oh, dishwasher. Oh, of course, right. we always. Right. You gotta have well, then, that boiling well, then hot sponge, water. Yeah, the sponge makes no difference then, right? Right. Yeah. This yeah, is just for people who. Anything. This is just for people who wash dishes, and say they're done, they're clean, and put yeah. them away, right? And right. also, I would like to point out that 
those, um, I call them fluff balls, but it's a scrubber fluff for your body. Balls. Fluff balls. You know, no. it's a body scrubber that's a round thing. Yeah. yeah. When I was in college, my biology teacher had us um, do a little swab test on one of those things, and that grows a lot of stuff. Because well, it's got, in a warm, yeah, dark yeah. place. You turn off the light in there, and even though you've had soap on it, those carry a lot of bacteria after Plus a while. Plus you're stuffing them in your crotch. Sure. Yeah. So crotch so it's bacteria. All crotch rot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, that word is just, you know, it makes yeah. me laugh all the time. Anytime <laughs> I hear that word. Crotch rot. Crotch. Crotch. So I should amend um, about what I said about the scrubby. May, sh- there might be a new one on there every now and then. There's things that happen right under my nose in the kitchen. And yeah, I have, we're... Uh, I have no idea what's going on. We forget about the roommate. She's things, yeah, yeah, she's changing that thing. Things appear, things disappear, and I'm, you know, I miss it all. Yeah. He gets in the fridge and eats things, and we're like, maybe she was saving that hamburger meat for something. He's like, I opened the fridge, and there was, it just had appeared overnight, just you know hamburger I, meat, and I put it on a, you know, a, a shoe, that, and then I ate it, put some mustard on it, and <laughs> there was my sandwich. Don, that just happened today with two things. Uh, there's some fried chicken patties. She did them in the air fryer. Oh, yeah. I found those. And then she was complaining the other day about not finding, uh, not uh, in the store, she couldn't find uh, cream cheese. Oh, yeah. She said they're out it's, of cream cheese. Nobody, nobody's got it. It's ridiculous. Yes. I know why we nobody has it. talked about that in our house the other day. You know why nobody has it? She had about 16 of them stuffed in the back of the <laughs> shelf back there. Like, what the hell is going on down there? She's There's all this cream cheese. It. It's like, well, what is she complaining about? She's got enough cream cheese to last a year. Oh. Will Will any of you admit to hoarding anything during the pandemic? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Because I hoarded a few things because much like everybody else, I thought the world was coming to an end. Yeah. I didn't have a job and I wasn't making any money. So I went out and literally bought like all of the 95 cent Campbell's chicken noodle soup you could find. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that stuff. Oh, I, I, I'll, I still love it too, but I still am sitting on a pallet of Campbell's <laughs> chunky, or not chunky, oh, sorry, not just chunky, Campbell's chicken noodle one? soup. Oh. Yeah, like the, the 90 to 95 Ross, cent can. Ross, get a can of um, chicken and white rice or Here chicken yes. and wild rice and mix it with the chicken noodle soup. Oh. No, no water. Just two cans. It is phenomenal. I think that's... he should do recipe. He talks about his his creations on the morning show on my talk all the time. We Brilliant. should do a Kenny's recipe segment you, every uh, once in a while. That's another thing. Them... Oh, I'm sorry, John. I just I love when Campbell says it's a it, it's a wa- it's a full cup of water, or you fill up the soup no, thing with water. No, do I do that. like no. half. Yeah, at well, you do half a can. Don't yeah. do that, half people. If Has you Kenny do that, don't you... listen to this podcast. <laughs> Has Kenny told you, Don, about the uh, the Velveeta and summer sausage sandwiches no. that he made? No. Well, he just puts the Velveeta in this spam. hand spam. and spam in this hand, takes a bite, <gasps> takes a bite, takes a bite. Takes oh, a bite. you're revolting. <laughs> and, Don, the great thing about both of those items, spam and Velveeta, if you squeeze it hard enough, it'll ooze out between your fingers. <laughs> the great thing about both those, Kenny, He's is like if a, you... a real-life bear. If you travel <laughs> 50 years cabin. into the future, they'll still be good. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. take that with you. Good point, good point. Oh, uh, but Velveeta only shows up in the home when she's making something with tuna 
something tuna noodle something tuna something. noodle casserole hot dish yeah I almost said the dreaded yeah. word <laughs> don't in say casserole and she buys one of those baby blocks and only uses about half of it so yeah that's the only time I get to eat Velveeta anymore oh I know it's sad I'm sorry that, that is sad yeah. do you want me to smuggle you in some like Velveeta singles. People actually have done that, where they've dropped off, especially at the fair, they'll drop off a brick of Velveeta and a couple of cans of Spam. <laughs> Are you kidding? For you? Lunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what I'm really hoping Girls is do have eyes. the next time that we're at the fair, that people start bringing me dishes of um, that upside-down um, chow mein hot dish stuff. Oh. Have you had that? No. Mm-hmm. <gasps> it's amazing. And I don't know how to make it, but it's really, really good. I, didn't I give you a recipe? Because my mother-in-law used to make it every Christmas Eve. You didn't put green beans in it, did you? No, there's just hamburger and rice and a little bit of seasoning. and that Water was chestnut things? Those well, yeah, things. water chestnuts too, yes. Yeah. Water chestnuts. Yeah. Kenny, yeah, that's that's what she used. Kenny, you ever been to Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. They, they love... property over there. Yeah, they love... property. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Oh, now I know where I'm staying. Yeah. <laughs> the The Hawaiians love spam. Yeah. You get yeah. you. Uh, I I didn't know this. I used to work with a guy from Hawaii. He said you go to gas stations and instead of buying hot dogs, you buy like these spam things. Like yeah. that's what people mm-hmm. buy there. Yeah, well, I don't like the, that. The thing you have to understand about Hawaiians is they're very very intelligent people, and they know what's good and what's good for them. Hmm. There was a. Uh, I was a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain's show. And he did one, I believe it was in Honolulu, where he went to several restaurants, and that's basically all they did. Just spam, spam? different spam Wasn't dishes. our first podcast, Dawn Trying Spam? Yeah, I did at the it fair. It was our very first pop- mm-hmm. podcast, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's right, the spam bites or whatever they were, yeah. yeah and you couldn't yeah. finish them, so yeah, I had to help you out. That's, uh, <laughs> it, was a pre- it was like a premonition or a precursor to what this podcast was going to be, the, the way I felt about the spam. The, historically <laughs> speaking... <laughs> Me too, Don. Me too. <laughs> historically speaking, Ross, maybe, I don't know if you know this, but the reason it was popular in Hawaii was because of World War II. It, yeah, and it's something new with shipments, right? It's uh, it's all the food that they yep. that they and had the, there for yeah. the soldiers. The sol- for the soldiers. Something. It's the only the soldiers, food they had. Yep. They didn't have a choice. Yeah, and my uncle liked to say that's the stuff they they scrape off the floor at the rendering plant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, whatever it is, it sure well, is good. No. I couldn't care less. As long oh, as there's no, no hair in it, I'm good to go. Oh, oh no. I don't know. What do we do? Have now? we offended enough people? Sorry about the spam. If you love spam, Minnesotans, I'm just it's not for me. Oh, yeah. Nobody can blame you. Thank you for listening uh, to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.